Hello and welcome to the Writing Your Best Self podcast with me, Georgina Elmashady. Journaling is an incredible self-improvement practice that will help you cultivate the introspection and self-awareness you need to become your best self. Each week, we explore tried and tested techniques along with journaling prompts to help you dig deeper into yourself so you can leverage the wisdom within to achieve your biggest goals and create your best life. Let's get writing. Hey everyone, hope you are having the most amazing week. I'm excited to pop in with this week's episode and this week is for newbie journalers but also people who have been journaling for a long time that want to actually look at journaling through a newbie mindset because sometimes when we come back and take those newbie eyes we can discover new ideas, new ways of doing things and in turn we can elevate our practice. And that's because today I want to answer the question, how do you start journaling? This is such a good question. Sometimes the how can actually be the barrier that prevents us from leaping into something that can be really powerful and really beneficial for us. And I want you to know there are there's a system that you can step into which enables you to get the most out of journaling really quickly. And it starts with one question. What is your intention? Why do you want to start journaling? Sometimes we can start things because other people tell us it's a good idea. Sometimes it's just an instinct within us. We just get a sense of this could be good for me. But I invite you to take a moment to really feel into the intention. Why do you want to do this? And this is good to do even if you've been journaling for years because the chances are your intention shifted from when you first started. So for me, my intention is always about that deep connection with myself. So my life is busy, as is all of our lives. I juggle lots of different things, different priorities, different roles and responsibilities. And sometimes that busyness can take me out of the present. It can take me out of my creativity. And when I turn to my journal and I give myself that space to quiet the external world, to reconnect with the depth of myself within those blank pages. I uncover things I might have forgotten. I get, I receive reminders. I'm able to connect ideas, to purge my thinking. So journaling for me is definitely that deep connection. I'll use it to process thoughts. I'll use it to conjure up new ideas. I'll use it as a way to express myself. This is another big thing for me. Journaling is a tool for raw, authentic self-expression. It's so powerful that sometimes I find the truth when I'm writing, which then enables me to use that insight in the outside world. So what is it for you? What is it you want to get from your journaling? Because when you know what you want, you can make sure the journaling work that you do is shaped and guided to give you the outcome. Like we don't want to do journaling just because we've been told it's a good idea, although it is a good idea. I would definitely recommend it. Because we all have different desires, we all have different hopes, we all have different wants. And when we know what it is we're trying to achieve through this practice, we're more likely to get it and we're more likely to be able to ask ourselves the questions that enable us to get it. So first things first, what is your intention? 
What do you want? Why are you doing this? And as I said, this question is brilliant for both new journalists and also people that have been doing it forever to recalibrate and make sure they're on the path that suits them best now. So that's the first step, set an intention. Now, the second step is to have a conversation with your inner critic. Writing is a form of expression and most of us have had some experiences with writing which may have been negative. I think back to school, what was it like in classrooms? How did you feel about writing? How did you feel about writing in your work? And the red pen, the criticism, not feeling good enough, comparing yourself with others, etc, etc, etc. And all these experiences, these challenging experiences that we may or may not have had can create this filter through which it can be hard to write through. Because the inner critic can instantly jump in and say, oh, what are you writing? That's a bit dumb. That's a bit silly. That's, that's not good enough. That's not neat enough. That's pointless. Oh my gosh, you think that? Oh my goodness, I wouldn't write about that. Whoa, and if we have this internal conversation with ourselves, what can happen is we can actually get in the way of expressing the deeper truths that are wanting to come through. So journaling is not like writing stories or, or writing professional pieces or writing anything that is going to be published. Journaling is a raw writing expression tool. It's for free writing. It's for just writing whatever wants to show itself, whatever comes to the surface, whatever shows up without criticism, without judgment. Actually, a lot of the times in when we're journaling, we write a load of rubbish. <laughs> we, we write all the gunk and the stuff that's at the surface, but in the process, we're able to clear. And then deeper wisdom and deeper insights can come through. So it's important that you feel safe to park the inner critic. Acknowledge the fact it's doing a great job. It's raising your standards. But in the journal, it's not necessary. Actually, we want to write beyond that. We want to be free to express ourselves without the inner critic interfering. So, in fact, journaling is a great way to become aware of your inner critic because sometimes the inner critic is so subtle and it's, it's such a played record that it's always there. We don't notice it. Journaling can actually highlight it, can bring it to the, to the surface. And that, that's a good opportunity to do some healing work around that. So make a commitment to yourself that the journal can receive anything. The journal can hold you, it can hold all of you regardless. The journal is a confidential place, it's a private place. You don't have to show it to anyone. And with those parameters, what might show up? So that's the second one. Make an agreement with your inner critic. Now, the third one is about creating a routine. So you know what it's like when you're starting something new, it, you feel excited in the beginning, but often our old habits or our old patterns just take over again. Sometimes it can take some effort and some willpower and some determination to embed a new habit. And this is where a writing or a journaling routine can be really helpful. Simple things like, when are you planning to journal? Are you gonna do it first thing in the morning? Do you wanna do it? before you go to bed? Do you want to set some time during the day when you write it? Like how long would you want to journal for? Maybe it's 15, 20 minutes. Maybe it's longer than that. Maybe it's shorter than that. Like giving yourself these understandings of how the journaling practice is going to show up in your day can help you make time for it, can help you schedule it. 
When something's scheduled, it genuinely gets done. When something is an identity, it's part of who you are, it more often than not will happen. So don't leave your journaling to chance because if you leave it to chance, it probably isn't going to become something that's part of your life. It'll become a every now and again thing. And I often recommend people use a habit tracker to help them embed a new habit. Such a simple tool. You simply tick off the days when the journaling has taken place. And what that does, it builds up this visual chain of wins. Something <laughs> There's something motivating about having this visual chain of wins because it keeps you going. You get to this point of thinking, oh, if I just do the journey, I can do that tick. I'm not going to break the chain. It's going to visually look amazing. So try a habit tracker. See if that works for you. It's that additional piece of accountability that can help you embed and integrate a journaling habit into your everyday life. Now, the next tip is to write through the blank page. It's not unusual to want to start writing in your journal, open the notebook, be holding the pen and for like nothing to flow. For your mind to go blank, for the ideas to be vacant. And when that happens, we we just get stumped by the blank page. I published an episode last week, which I encourage you to listen to if writer's block is a thing that really holds you back because it's packed with some tips and techniques that can help you move through them. But here I'm going to share one guaranteed way to overcome writer's block so your journaling is always productive. And that tip is to write anything. Julia Cameron in The Artist's Way, she talks about this too. She talks about how in her morning pages practice... If you don't know what to write, literally write, I don't know what to write. Because what happens is writing is this amazing lubricant. It's a beautiful lubricant. The moment you start writing something, something else follows. The words start to flow. And remember, we made a commitment with our inner critic to put the any judgment to one side. Start writing and things will come. And to help with that writing is the next tip. And that is to choose a technique. So choose a technique to play with. You might want to pick some journaling prompts to answer. Journaling prompts are a brilliant way to overcome the blank page because when you ask yourself a question, you feel compelled to answer it. Things start to bubble to the surface. You start diving into your memory, into your brain to see what answers might reveal themselves. So journaling prompts are brilliant. You might want to try a stream of consciousness practice. This is simply writing what's on your mind, connecting with what's present, allowing yourself to see how your thoughts unravel and where your thoughts want to take you. I love stream of consciousness journaling because your thoughts can start in one place, end up somewhere completely different. And the journey that took place in the, in the meantime, the journey that joined up the beginning of the end can be meandering, it can be deep, it can be revealing. It can sometimes be frustrating, but you end up with something. You end up exploring at a different level of that inner landscape. I often end a journaling practice feeling different from the way I started. Sometimes I feel energised. Sometimes I'm excited because I've uncovered something. Sometimes I feel sad because I've uncovered something. I always feel clearer. I always feel more peaceful because... 
purging something like something about writing down what's inside of you that then creates inner space inner capacity more potentiality now another great technique to try to, is list journaling again this is easy you pick a prompt ask yourself a question and write a list of answers to it and in the show notes i'll include some links to dedicated episodes that talk about question prompts list journaling and stream of consciousness practices And of course, you don't have to stick with one practice. This is the power of journaling. It's completely personal. It's a personalised practice. You can take it in whichever direction you choose. You can mix up the different techniques that you try. You might hate this journaling, but totally thrive on the stream of consciousness journaling. Until you try them both, you can't know for sure. So give yourself permission to be creative. Be curious. Be courageous. The three C's of journaling. Allow yourself to let the blank page crack something open for you. Get excited about what might reveal itself through that simple practice of emptying your mind via the pen onto the blank page and see what comes out the other side. Once you start and you start to feel the benefit, I think you'll be excited to continue. You'll be excited to deepen this practice because I've said this before, but I'll say it again. What I love about journaling is it's so accessible. All you need is a blank pen. Sorry. All you need is a blank page and a pen and potential and possibility begins to unfold. It's not expensive. It requires your time, but ultimately it takes you deeper and deeper and deeper back into the truth of who you are. Just imagine the difference knowing yourself at these deeper levels could have for your life. So as always, I love to leave you with a journaling prompt and I invite you to think about what is your intention for journaling? Revisit this question. Come up with a deep answer. And if you enjoyed this episode, check out the show notes for some more suggestions. Check out the back catalogue of episodes. I've talked about so many different aspects of journaling over the past nearly two years now, which is really cool. If you enjoyed the show, I would be so grateful if you could rate it and review it. This really helps us get found by other people that are curious about journaling. And you can come say hello on social. We are at Best Self and I am at Georgina El Mishady. Until next time, I invite you to get to writing. Take care.